Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Primetime Titans. The boys are here for the next 15 to 20 minutes to give you guys a preview of the Seattle Seahawks game coming up at 325 Central Time on Sunday. The game's in Seattle, which will be a big factor. We'll get into that and talk about the Seahawks players that we need to look out for and also some Titans players that need a big bounce-back game this week. Without further ado, please welcome in Luke Bryan. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. And time keeps... All right, here we go. Seahawks preview. Um, we're going to start out with a little positivity tweet from Mike Herndon, the, the great Mike Herndon, Mike Miracles on Twitter. Reason for Titans positivity, Mike Vrabel is 7-0 and over the last two years when coming off a double-digit loss. 7-0. and Let's go. And if you count the Browns game, which basically was a double-digit loss, just kind of garbage time, caught back up, 8-0. So I think there's reason to be positive. Definitely. And there's reason to be uh, you know, excited for, well, maybe excited for, but Rabel does a good job of, of getting this team ready. Now, obviously, week one, that didn't happen. Um, but I don't know. It, Rabel, you know, that was one of the things that made us – make the run in the AFC Championship was just the kind of preparation that we had. So, um, Seahawks, look out. But I, who knows? We're playing at Seattle. They beat the Colts game one, 28-16. Colts, that, that, like that, that game score was, was in, closer. That game was in Indianapolis. It was in Indianapolis. The game was a little closer than the score, or not as close as the score yeah. says. Yeah. The Seahawks kind of controlled that game. Um and you know Seahawks might be might be a little confident coming off a win. Who knows? They got a great quarterback in Russell Wilson. Um, what do we want to? I mean, what what are we looking for? Maybe maybe give me a Titans player that you're looking to to make a big rebound. Is that y'all uh, y'all have someone in mind? I think uh, I think this game. There's no reason not to be excited for this game. You yeah. know what I mean, I, I obviously Seahawks is going to be a tough rebound game, but I'm excited. I mean. Fun game against the Seahawks. Two should be very, very fun offenses. I think putting last week aside, I think this should be a very fun game. Uh, I mean, I I really could see us going in there and beating the Seahawks in Seattle, um, making one, a statement. Yeah, I think we could really make a statement here. I think this is a even if we lose in a close game, I think it'll put us make a big statement of hey, we're not out, we're not done after that Cardinals game. We need that, too. We do need um, that. One player I would expect to have a big game, I think Derrick Henry's going to rebound. I think at least 100 yards and a touchdown next week. I'm sure fantasy owners really want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hope you're right because I, definitely the position group I'm going to be watching the closest is the offensive line to see if they can look like a better unit, like one of the best units in the NFL like we think they could be. Um, the defensive line for the Seahawks is really, really stout. They've got uh, Darrell Taylor, for some of you the Tennessee NFL. fans. Yep, he had a sack last week, and it was a huge fourth down sack. He ran over their right tackle. Um, I When I was watching the highlights, I was like, who is that? Oh, my gosh, this is Darrell Taylor. Yeah. Carlos who, Dunlap as well. Carlos Dunlap, and they've got uh, Rasheem Green, who is apparently – 
kind of have a breakout year. Um, he's in his fourth year. But um, they really exposed the Colts' offensive line, and the Colts' offensive line is supposed to be one of the top offensive lines in the NFL. Now, there was a little bit of reports out of Indianapolis that they had a lack of focus, you know, some of the same things that we're experiencing where it just didn't look like what everybody expected them to look like. So, you know, maybe there's something to be said there. But this is the, – the player I'm looking for is definitely Taylor Lewan. Okay. Um, I was going to ask a specific person. Yeah, yeah. I, he, he, he's got to have a bounce-back game. Um, you want to see a penalty-free, no-sack game. But even on his run blocks, like I just want to see him be the dominant tackle. And it, it could take some time getting back from the ACL injury. But he's capable of it. The talent is there. He's a leader on the team. Um in a lot of ways, as he goes, we kind of go. And so I want to see him pick it up and become, you know, get, realize that form again. And he's not going to go against the best pass rusher potentially in the NFL in Chandler Jones. So maybe this is a get right, <clears throat> excuse me, a get right game for him. Yeah. I think um, uh, to wrap that up, we just, we don't want to see another apology tweet. No. We don't want to see a performance that, that deserves a, an apology tweet. My person to look for. I'm actually going to say Ryan Tannehill because I felt like he was almost thinking too hard last game where he was like, do I target Julio and AJ? Do I, you know, be a little kind of try to be sneaky and go for Chester Rogers because they're not expecting that? What, you know, what do I do? I mean, there were moments in the game against the Cardinals where we were like, all right, here it is. Tannehill's taking over that touchdown. He scored the the rushing touchdown. Just he did it himself. He had a little run uh, like – that he got like 10 or 15 extra yards on. Give me Ryan Tannehill, the Ryan Tannehill we know, and the one that I argued for a few episodes ago <laughs> in our debate. So I'm, I'm going I'm, – I'm looking for Ryan Tannehill this game. Okay. I can't say that man had heart. Oh, week. for he sure. He did. The one yeah. that was like, Definitely. frick it. Definitely. So uh, one thing I want to bring up um, – I mean, a, a few things I want to bring up, but the thing I want to bring up next, we saw these DBs kind of get exposed last game with DeAndre Hopkins – A.J. Green, Rondo Moore, Christian Kirk. The bad news is Seahawks have a great duo with Tyler Lockett and D.K. Metcalf. I mean, that's a huge matchup. Are we going to Are we gonna see yeah. Harley? Are we gonna see, I mean, Molden's probably going to be at so, safety. So with Imani Hooker being on IR, we are thinking and theorizing that potentially Elijah Molden's going to move back to safety. It'll either be him or Bradley McDougald, yeah. who used to play for the Seahawks, so it could be a revenge game for Bradley McDougald. Oh, I love revenge games. Um, and but it might be time if if Jack Rabbit Jenkins has another couple of plays where he just can't guard their best receiver. It might be time to give the rookie a shot. I mean, he's your first round pick. All this hype. I mean, might as well give him a chance. Did did you? Did, I think you told us a story about Jack Rabbit that game. Was there something with his cleats or something? Yeah, he, apparently his cleats were not. I don't know. They, get the man. Get the man his cleats. They were. That's why he was. He was struggling. They were more prone to tripping. Come on now. That's why he was struggling. So he's getting new cleats. So he should should be able to handle it. He had his slippers on. Yeah. I mean, with their Bad receivers, joke. like with their receivers, I, I can just see this being a high scoring game. Well, and also we looked really, really bad at tackling a mobile quarterback against Kyler Murray. So I'm very nervous. I feel like Russell Wilson could have five touchdowns on us this week. I mean... Uh, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> I, I totally went into the season optimistic about our defense, and now 
most of that optimism is gone uh, and I'm kind of just hoping and praying they figure it out. Um, we're going to have to outscore this team. It's just plain and simple. I don't think our defense is going to shut down Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. And they're getting their tight ends involved a lot more now. And Gerald Everett is an athletic freak. Will Disley. Will Disley's really good. Chris Carson is always, when he's healthy, he's always been a good downhill running back. I mean, it's going to be a tough, tough game for our defense this week. And just playing at Seattle just makes it even worse. I'm going to imagine we're going to see Breon Borders a good bit this game, right? Oh, wow. We might. I would expect him to get some playing time. Well, Chris Jackson might be playing in the slot as well. If we really are thinking, with Elijah Molden, um, if we really are thinking we're going to put him back at safety, then, yeah, we're probably going to see some Chris Jackson, Breon Borders in the slot, which, I mean, I don't know if, I guess Tyler Lockett will be in the slot some. I don't know. Tyler Lockett is, he is a problem. Yeah, he's really good. And DK Metcalf, like, obviously. I'm guessing we're going to see Jackrabbit Jenkins on DK Metcalf. And Which kind of scares me. Christian Fulton on Tyler Lockett. Yeah. I would imagine. I, my thing, so one of the things I also want to talk about, think about how, I mean, I know this is an obvious statement, but turnovers are huge. Mm-hmm. I want to see some turnovers. Think about the Cardinals game. Kevin Byard had that interception. You could feel the stadium, the momentum change. The tide was turning, like I said. We scored a touchdown on that drive. I think that we got to force some turnovers. Put some pressure on Russell Wilson. Bud Dupree, got to have a big bounce-back game. You've mm-hmm. had a game with your ACL, first game back. Let's get back there and and put pressure on Jeffrey Simmons. I, Danico Autry, I felt, was was quiet. Against yeah, the they, they really they rotated Autry and T- Tyre Tart and Laurel Murchison a yeah. lot. And so Autry didn't necessarily – get the bulk of the snaps but give me two or three sacks Autry and (laughs) going back and watching last week I think our pass rush actually like Harold Landry was really close to a couple sacks oh he Elijah making good moves too I saw on the uh highlights Bud Dupree actually had a couple of good moves on their left tackle Uh, Elijah Molden had Kyler Murray wrapped up and didn't didn't bring him to the ground to the ground Kyler Murray spun around a sack Jeffrey Simmons had a sack you're right so I think I'm I'm expecting to see more sacks. I know Russell Wilson is mobile, but he's not Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's not Kyler. He's he still not, is. Mo- he still is mobile. That like we can't. Yeah, but you're right. No, I mean no one's Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson's. I'm I'm hyped up about this close. game. I think the defense could really rebound here. I think the offense will definitely rebound. I think uh, going into it though, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know who your guys' player is, but the guy that I'm actually most concerned about that's seems to always it's never usually the big player that'll just destroy us that Hopkins did but Chris Carson yeah mm. I'm nervous about Chris he's Carson he's all he's always that guy that just he, you never really you never really think about he's going to quietly he's have big, like 120 yards or he's like, going to have like but two like no receiving big touchdowns. run where you're just like just consistently just running over us and our D-line got kind of dominated at the point of attack last week i mean everything was bad last week we flushed it it's we've moved on but here's another we got to be better here's another thing to think about it's an afternoon game it's in the afternoon that's right 325 set your calendars i mean we usually we (laughs) set your set your clocks (laughs) 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 maybe maybe uh, open your calendar maybe start right now switch your clocks to whatever that time zone is (laughs) Pacific pacific time or whatever Put a, let's, put a let's get used to the time zone, baby. Send your send your wife a calendar maybe, invite so she knows. Schedule three twenty five flight to Seattle. See what the game tickets. There you go. <laughs> See what the, the price is. Go be a part of the twelfth man. Yeah. Um, 
And then I think the obvious here, I mean, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. We talked about all offseason how three-headed monster. Let's see Where it. was that? Like, let's, let's see one let's monster. Let's see it. <laughs> Just give me one Just monster. Just give me one please. head of the monster. I, I think uh, the thing I want the most is for us to target A.J. Brown at least 15 times because – I don't. I don't want Robert getting that worked up again. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want him getting that worked up again. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to see my good friend Robert get that heated again. <laughs> good things happen when we throw the ball to AJ Brown. That is the truth. I think about just like, like you you mentioned uh, in the Cardinals recap, slants to AJ Brown. That he could take it to the house every play. Yes, he has a chance to take it to the house every play. When you're struggling like we are on the offensive line. Bring two tight ends in to block, and just tell AJ Brown to run deep. Yeah, and just throw it up to him. Okay, d- is, do we feel like is there anything else you're looking for? Is there anything yeah, else in this the, matchup? A player that needs to be noticed on the Seahawks defense is their All Pro safety Jamal Adams. Yeah, he talk, definitely. Uh, talk I'm, a little bit about what we might see from Jamal Adams. My player that I'm like concerned about, um, like a, a little you know outside of the obvious ones, is. You mentioned Gerald Everett, Will Disley, the tight ends. I think they're going to make a difference on like third downs. We got to watch out for them. Got to have solid play from. I hope David Long's back. I don't necessarily know what his injury is. It'd be great to have him back. Um, but what do you think we see? How, how do you think the offense changes their approach with a guy like Jamal Adams on the defense? Um, o line's going to have to step up because Jamal Adams isn't necessarily. He's not an interception guy. He's a sack guy. Maybe Michael Pruitt was he active last game? Because maybe we might have to have a couple more tight like Jeff Swain, Michael Pruitt. They might have to like block a lot better. Like you said, they weren't blocking great um, in the Cardinals game. So I got to look out for that. Yeah. I guess just a little. Maybe even bring a receiver in and get a little chip on him. Yep. The good news is we don't have to change. I mean, I mean, game plan didn't work last week, but they had <laughs> they had Buda Baker. You know what I mean? Kind of a, a similar player, a similar yeah. Player, but you yeah. always we always need to know and identify where Jamal Adams is on the defense yeah, at all times because he can blitz from anywhere. He's almost like a, He's almost like an outside linebacker. Yeah, he almost just kind of does whatever he wants. He roams around and reads the quarterback, and the dude can cover some field too. He can, yeah. He can make up some ground and make it across. And the field I'll never quickly. forget the fact that we passed on. Jamal Adams to pick Corey Davis. I am so with you. I remember <laughs> I that never, feeling. I was like, oh my gosh, he's there. He, we have to we were him. fifth overall. Jamal Adams went sixth overall to the Jets. Yep. And I wanted Jamal Adams because he wasn't supposed to drop to us. And, and we had we had just gotten Kevin Byard like the year before. So, But can you imagine Kevin Byard and Jamal Adams on the same defense? Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Our oh. sacks, we would have a lot more sacks. I don't think year. we would be having some of these problems if Jamal Adams was on our team. <laughs> I don't think we'd be having these problems if Troy Polamalu was on our team. And in in he's kind of old. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's get. It. We're gonna wrap this up. Score prediction. Let's hear it. I'm gonna go 34 to 30 Titans with a get right game. Wow. Pettit. Oh, that's. It. I don't. I don't know if I even want to do it. I. I had one last week and. It didn't go well. So he's waving the white flag. I, uh, <laughs> I'm out, coach. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say anything on it. You're not saying anything. Okay, <laughs> he's opting out. That's yeah. fine. Hey, hey, this is, we've had opt outs in the last two years. It's now a, a part of our vocabulary. We allow. <laughs> That's it. all right. Um, I'm going to go 37, 35, Seahawks. 
Okay. But are you your is it one I mean, of those games where maybe you're happy with how we played? Yeah. You see you can you have some hope going into the season. It's not a Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Starting out I when I made my schedule prediction for the year, I said this was going to be a loss. So I'm going to go Thursday. Speaking of our schedule prediction, who ended up did I, I picked the Cardinals? You picked the Cardinals. So, so I'm, Robert I'm is starting one. out 0 and 1. Oh, yep. That was a terrible pick. <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good, Bob. Um well yeah, so keep an eye out like I said, go ahead switch your clock specific time and get ready for the game. Switch your calendars. <laughs> yes. Mark your calendars. <laughs> Sunday 325 Central. We're playing the Seahawks at the Seahawks. Like Pettit said last episode. Sometimes you got to tighten down to tighten up. Let's get, get it. Get right game baby. Let's Come go. On. Let's go. I seen the sunshine since I don't know where